guys, what's up? How are you doing? Welcome back to the show. Another day, another week. Just kidding. These are weekly podcasts. Another week has come and gone, and today I have another interviewee with me. I am so excited for you guys to hear from Jordan Elise. She's the founder of the popular geek chic brand Jordan Denae, as well as the co-founder of the podcast, publication, and forum Sartorial Geek, which is focused on pop culture and girl power. Her business, Jordan Denae, was featured on publications such as Real Simple, Pop Sugar, and BuzzFeed. They make geek chic apparel and home goods. And Jordan strives to promote nerd culture, positivity, and girl power, all while keeping her customers comfortable and fashionable. I absolutely loved talking to Jordan. We're going to talk about how she got into t-shirt making after college, how her business has grown in the past seven years, what the benefits and cons of working at conventions like Comic-Con, what is that like? Also, how she got started doing a podcast form and magazine all while running her own business as well. And then at the end, we're going to have just some fun questions where I ask her what her favorite fandom is, movie, etc. Before we get into that, though, I want to run this new idea by you guys. So I also wanted to add to my podcast a little section where I talk about what's new with me, because unless I do a solo episode, which a few solo episodes will be coming up, I'm really excited for my next one. But On the episodes that I don't do solo episodes, I feel like you guys just aren't really caught up on my life, and if you only listen to my podcast, you don't follow me on Instagram, don't watch my vlogs on YouTube, then maybe you don't know that much about me personally. But I don't want to take away from those of you who are just coming here for the interview and for that amazing, like, grabbable, usable content. So we're going to get into the interview, and then what I'm going to start doing is doing a little My Life recap at the end of every interview episode, just to tell you guys what's going on with my week, my weekend, how I'm feeling, what I'm up to all that fun stuff. So if you're interested in that, stay till the very end. If not, you can leave after the interview, but I love this interview. It's so fun. It's such a different industry than what I've had on here before. So let's just get started. Hey, Jordan, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. How are you on this Wednesday? Wonderful, wonderful. Good, good. Well, thank you for joining me today. I can't wait for our audience to hear about your story because I really haven't had um, a interviewee from your industry. So to get us started, I would love first for you to tell us just where you're from, where did you go to college, and what did you major in? Yeah, I'm from a suburb of Philadelphia. I went to Eastern University, which is really, really small um, on the main line outside of Philly. It's closest to like Villanova is the biggest college that it's near. Um, And I went to school for elementary education, which I never did at all after I graduated. Um, The closest thing I did to that, I nannied for a little while because I moved to New York right out of college. But um, yeah, I didn't, I did not use my degree in my field at all, which is kind of funny. I feel like that happens to a lot of people nowadays. I feel like I hear that more and more often. Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, I learned stuff in college that affected like the business I have now, but I really wish I had gone to school for something a little more related sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into that. How did you go from uh, going to school for elementary education to realizing you had a passion for business? Yeah. When I graduated, it was like right around the time that Etsy was getting started. So I was nannying as my part-time job and I wanted something to do on the side. So I just started an Etsy shop 
like purely as a hobby. I had no idea this would turn into a real job and like the career I'm probably going to do for the rest of my life. So it, I definitely didn't like start my business the way you start a business. Like I, I was doing it just for fun and then it started picking up and then I started like realizing this could be real. So then I went back and did a bunch of online classes and, um, uh, there, thankfully there's so much information available. So I did like, I would look Google things, look up things on YouTube, did classes like creative live, and then sort of built like my business knowledge, um, pieced it together through that. And then seven years later, I'm like running a business full time, which is pretty crazy. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. Quick question. What year did you start your Etsy shop? Cause I started a very small Etsy shop in like 2011. I want to say. Yep. That's the year. Oh my <laughs> gosh. We started. Going crazy. we started Etsy together. Mine, uh, yours is obviously way more successful than mine. Mine was just like doll hair bows with my best friend. We just sewed them and then I think we had one sale, but anyway, that's so funny. No, but that's how it was. Like it, Etsy was almost like starting a Facebook. Like it was like, just try it. Like just put something up there, see what happens. It so was. Yeah. So, um, you started selling t-shirts, right? Yeah. When, when I started the Etsy shop, I was doing something that was more like handmade and sewing. And then the business really started happening when I got into screen printing and doing t-shirts. And were they always related to books and pop culture? Yeah. Um, I, my business has always been trying to focus on like, I never had like feminine, well-designed things that were related to like books and pop culture as a kid. So I've always tried to do that with whatever I was making. So yeah, the t-shirts have always been like a little feminine, um, and also like pretty nerdy or, or bookish. Yeah. So would you have considered yourself in college, like very creative and artistic or like, how did you figure out you had this love for design? So I was really into that stuff when I was a kid. Like I always took art classes and loved drawing. And then I actually don't really know what happened, but in high school and college, I didn't do much of that. Like, that's not what I studied. Um, when I was in college, like social media hadn't really happened yet. So I wasn't like exposed to as much creative stuff as I am now. And then I wish I had kept that going through those years because I think that would have been like really fun. I could have gotten a head start, but I really didn't, I really didn't pick up on like doing creative projects again until after I graduated. Um, but I think it was a part of me and then I don't know where it went for a while. <laughs> and then thankfully it came back. Yes. So you said you started out with handmade designs and now seven years into it, I know you have a much more elaborate process, but like what was your beginning design manufacturing process as a one woman show? Yeah, um, I actually have never taken a formal screen printing class. I had a good friend who was teaching like weekend classes and she taught me. So it was the two of us for a while, like I was assisting her and then eventually I learned how to do it and took over. Um, there were just like a couple different studios in Brooklyn where we live, where we would rent 
and go for like the weekend. Um, it was really, it was really very, uh, novice. Like we would pack up like Ikea bags of like bunches of shirts, uh, walk them over to the studio, print all day or all weekend, walk them back and like sell them and then go back the next weekend that we needed more shirts. So thankfully <laughs> we have a much more like streamlined, uh, easy process now. Um, but yeah, it was like, it was really scrappy at the beginning because that's just what we, that's just all we had. And what was the point when you started your business that you realized you could take it full time? Like, was there a certain t-shirt design that just, you know, flew off the shelves and made you realize, okay, I can do this full time as a job? There was, there was a point where, um, so this is, this is something that I wish I had been told sooner in my business. I think it was also partially because I started as a hobby and didn't really have like a good business focus in mind. When I first started, sales were sort of random. Like I didn't have a consistent customer base or I didn't have like a mailing list where I would talk to the same people or have followers. It was just sort of like I put stuff online and then if someone happened to find it, they would buy it. And then sales were just sort of sporadic. And then at some point I realized, and it hit me like, I think it was actually maybe one of the first times that I had a repeat customer who like would come back, buy shirts, post them online and was like a fan and a customer. I was like, Oh, that's how it, that's how it works. Like I need to have a consistent audience who keeps shopping from me. So once I figured that out and realized that there, I could like restructure things to talk to the people who I knew already enjoyed shopping and they would like keep coming back and they would tell their friends. That's when it turned into like a real business where I could start actually knowing that sales would keep coming and actually plan things. And it wasn't, everything wasn't like a shot in the dark. Um, so that was like the first time where I was like, okay, this is now consistently working and we can like do this for real. Mm, that's so cool. And so how have you scaled your business and kept it current over the past seven years? We, for scale, we have um, grown as far as like the back end. We have a little studio now. It's still small and it's still relatively a one woman show, but everything is more streamlined and makes more sense so we can get more stuff done. Um, so as far as like volume of things we can send out, um, that has grown a lot. And then as far as staying current, we've been able to, well, one, I've been able to start working with other people on the back end, like on my team. So having different people with different skills um, have helped the business grow and also having like different ideas. So everything isn't just my idea. Uh, it's a lot better when there are a lot of brains thinking about this at once. So that's helped us like do things that I probably wouldn't have thought to do on my own. And then also having done it for so long, I've been able to make other connections. So we've been able to do more collaborative things. Um, and with like the bookish shirts, we've been able to actually work with authors and do licensed collections with them, which has helped. Um, I mean, it's, it's been really cool to be able to not only promote their books and get to know them, but then also do like entire lines with them and overlap both of our audiences. So that's been like 
the biggest way that we've been able to grow and I think keep things new. Mm. And I read on your website about your marketing idea. I guess you call it a marketing idea of having a t-shirt a month, like a new design come out every month and seeing how that works. Could you explain like your thought process behind that? Yeah. So we have been doing that for about three years. It's been one of the best ideas we ever had. Um, So we have a shirt. There's a shirt design that is new every single month. So from like the marketing side, that's really nice because it gives us something new to talk about. So even if we don't have like some new product or new thing launching that month, we at least always consistently have something new. Um, And then it's also been nice because that helps us sort of test things out. So instead of doing like a whole launch of something and then having it not necessarily go as well as we thought, we can try something out for like a month. And then if it sort of flops, it's okay. And if it does great, then we know that we can do more things like that in the future. Um, And it's also nice because we have a subscription option too. So you can just get it a little discounted and get it every month. So like, that's been really nice to have at least that level of like consistent sales. And then um, people get excited to like, see what's coming out and they know it's coming on the same day every month. So it's been, that's been like a really fun thing to have across the board. Yeah, that is such a good idea because it's every month it's still a t-shirt. Like you said, it's not a brand new product like a mug or something else. Um, So you know the process behind making it, but it's also something new and something to look forward to every month, something to promote on social media. And it's just so great for a company that has multiple products, but wants to keep things current. Yeah, it's been, I think that's been one of the like biggest things that has helped the business in the past couple of years. So I'm really, really glad we tried that. And what other products do you sell? So it's mostly in the range of clothing and home goods. So we have like t-shirts and tank tops, just launched a whole collection of new sweatshirts, including crop sweatshirts and crop hoodies, which are super, super soft and cute and zip ups. And then we have like mugs, enamel pins. Sometimes we have journals, just sort of the range of like home goods and accessories. Um, And those things switch out depending on the time of year um, and like what's going on. But those, it's pretty much in the realm of like everyday wear and accessories. Mm. And so do you still sell on Etsy or have you switched from selling on Etsy and your website to just your website? How has that worked? Yeah, I, I definitely focus on the website. Um, Etsy is still there because I put so much work into like setting it up. It felt kind of silly to take it down. And for a while when I switched over, like I still got mostly sales on Etsy for like a year and a half or two years. And then it was like half and half. And now it's almost completely the other website. So it's still there. Um, it's not updated as much and I probably should take it down eventually, but it felt like just for search reasons and for people who uh, were customers on Etsy before I even had a website, I kept it up. Um, So yeah, I technically have both right now, but I really only focus on the website. 
And for people who are wanting to start um, an online store with homemade products, do you recommend starting on Etsy for that SEO factor? Or do you think it's better just to start with like a Shopify or a WooCommerce on your WordPress site, for example? I, when I started, because I didn't, like, because I wasn't really sure how the business would go, it was really nice for me to start on Etsy. So maybe depending on like, how prepared and how big you want your launch to be like if you if you know your business is going to work and you have like tested out in other ways maybe it's not worth it to do the etsy um and just put all of your energy into your website but i think if you're sort of like starting out and trying to get a feel for things and want to want to be able to put things out online without having like a ton of fees Etsy is a really great place to get started and like test things out before you launch your own website. And also like, you're right, definitely helps with the SEO and traffic too. So I think maybe depending on how, what kind of business you want to start, but I love starting on Etsy and I learned a lot from setting things up there before trying to take it over to build my own website. Okay, perfect. So now let's talk about conventions and why you decided to start showing up at conventions, what you do, how does it benefit your business? I started with trade shows and like craft shows and because my products are so specific and for such a specific audience, those never really worked for me, um, which was kind of a bummer at the time because I didn't realize that's why that was happening. So I was just like, oh no one really wants this. Like I'm not getting any sales. I don't have any customers. Maybe my products are wrong or like maybe this isn't going to work. And then I found, I met a friend who sells at conventions and comic cons and she was like, no, you have to try this. Like this is where all of your customers are. Um, which was, I'm really, really thankful that that happened because I totally could have like if I had never found that out, I could have just decided like, because selling in person wasn't working for me, like it just was never going to work, but I was just selling at the wrong places. Um, so Comic-Cons have been an amazing thing for me because it's in my, in my niche and in my industry. So I can go and not only meet new customers and meet people from online because I don't have a physical store. I just have a website so I can go meet customers and people I've interacted with in person, but it's also such a great industry event too. So I can meet like other businesses just by walking around people to collaborate with people who work like in my industry, but in different parts of it. Um, so that's been a huge, huge part of my business, um, mostly for the networking. And I'm, I'm very, very thankful that my niche has uh, something like that, like built into it already. Yeah, that's awesome. So you found um, the place where you're at in your business, the cost of selling at these conventions is worth, you know, the benefit you get out of it through the networking. And do you make a lot of sales in person or is it more just for the networking and community aspect? I think it took about a year to start making money. So the first like year that I tried, um, I had to learn how to set up my shop and people, you know, how, first of all, how to sell and also uh, gain a little name recognition so that people would stop and shop. So I think it took about a year to, to be 
financially worth it for the sales and not just for the networking. Um, but I'm glad I stuck it out because now at this point it is both, which is really nice. So it's, um, I can do a lot of like really great networking and, and that pays off too, but also we can pay back, uh, the, the price of everything with sales, which is like a very, <laughs> it's a very, very good place to be. Um, so it took a little while, but we finally got there. Nice. So can you tell us some upcoming conventions you'll be at in 2019? Yeah, um, I will be at Emerald City Comic Con and C2E2 in March. And then later on in the year, um, New York Comic Con. There's a Dragon Con in Atlanta that's super cool. We'll be there. And then probably some smaller ones around the country. But those are like the big, the big guys. Perfect. Thank you. So now let's move on from your own personal business to co-founding a podcast forum and magazine called Sartorial Geek. So how did that get started? So like I said earlier, I realized that a huge part of the business was the community side of things. Like I loved interacting with customers and other businesses and I couldn't really figure out as an apparel company the best way to do that. Like I wanted to feature other companies that I had met. And unless we could do like an outfit together where we were wearing all the same things, I had a hard time figuring out how to work with them. And like we were meeting some really cool authors and writers and artists. And we couldn't find a way with the t-shirts and the clothing to like really bring that community together in the way we wanted to. So I don't actually know how, well, we started an Instagram account that was like a feature account just to, just to promote um, the other people we were working with. And then that kept growing and we were like, maybe this could be its own thing. So my best friend from college who um, we haven't worked together in the past decade since we graduated, um, but she is a writer and an editor and way better at that side of things. And I had all of the connections um, in the industry. So we were like, what if we start a magazine like I think we actually have all the different pieces we need to do this we know writers we know artists we know people like you're an editor I think we could try it um so we had no idea if it was gonna work and while we were putting together the first issue we were like okay I think this actually is working let's just do it. Let's make it a website. Let's make it a podcast. Let's make it a magazine. Let's make this like a whole community because that's what we really care about. So we started a little over a year ago. Um, and our, and it, it's been the most fun part of the business. It's everything we, we love. I'm a huge extrovert. So it's like very, very fun to have an excuse to go meet a lot of people and then talk to them. Um, interviewing them on the podcast or talking to them in the magazine or being able to showcase all of the really cool artists that we've met and other cool businesses. So it was like a natural progression from all the things that I loved in my first business that I didn't have an outlet for kind of all got pushed into this uh, second um, company. And it's been so, so cool. 
I love how you just went all in. You said, okay, we're going to do the magazine, the blog, the podcast all at once. (laughs) Yeah, it was a little crazy, but I think it worked in our benefit. So, And how have you seen that affect your business? I think it has, I mean, one, it's helped us reach more people, which is, which is great. And two, I think it has framed the business as like a collaborative company. Like people know because we're now doing all of these other things that like we love meeting new people and we love working with new people and we love like talking to people and hearing their stories. So I think it's also made our business look, I don't know if friendlier is the right word, but I think it's made like our business more approachable and also more just like an excuse to be in front of more people and also let us do more things. Um, Because sometimes there are projects that come up that are only good for either the clothing business or only the magazine or podcast. So it gives us more options to do more things, which has been great. Mm. And who would you say these, the podcast, the magazine, these medias are aimed towards? Like who's your community you're trying to reach? It is, I mean, it's definitely like open to anyone, but the, the people that we speak to most are like females in like between like college and early forties who really are into pop culture or nerdy or bookish things. Um, so a lot of us, a lot of people who grew up, um, as a female and into nerdy things didn't have a ton of resources for us when we were growing up and things are, things are definitely happening now and there's more and more out there. Um, but it's a, it's a lot of, uh, trying to make what we wish we had when we were younger or, or even, you know, a couple years ago. So that's basically, uh, that's basically the audience that we're talking to. I love that. I love that connection of girl power with all things book and nerdy and geekish. I think it's so cute. And I just love what you're doing. It's so good. Thank you. Thank you so much. So what's the biggest difference you've seen in starting your own business compared to co-founding a business? Um, I really, really like, so the clothing company is Jordan Denae, which is my first and middle name. Um, so there's something about it that is like tied to me personally, um, which, which is sometimes good and sometimes bad. Like it's nice that that's pretty easy to brand because you know, it's me. So I can just like look at my, (laughs) look at myself and then I have the brand figured out. But sometimes that's limiting. Um, because if we want to do a project that we think is really cool, but it's not really like on brand, the brand is like more specific. So one thing that has been very, very cool about having a business with a partner and that is more inclusive is that we can do, like there's still a very specific brand, but it's more open. Um, So it's nice to have both sides of that. Like if something something is super, super personal to me, I have a place for that. And then if something is, is a little bit bigger or different or from a different point of view, we have a place for that too. So I think that's like one of the biggest differences, but it's, it's been very, very cool to have both. Yeah, that is super cool and a great opportunity. So lastly, I'd love to go into just a fun round because you're just the queen of all things (laughs) pop 
culture and stuff, and I'd love to know your recommendations. So, what is your favorite fandom? Harry Potter is my top favorite. I love it so much. And what house are you in? Hufflepuff. Me too. Oh, yeah. I feel like I feel like you can just sort of tell sometimes with Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I just got into Harry Potter like about a year ago. I know I'm like super oh, late to that's the That's great though. Welcome. Just, they're, so, they're so sweet. I just, it's just a good time to watch them. Just yeah, love. Oh my Have gosh. you been to Harry Potter World? Yeah, I've been twice. I just went last month, and it's so magical. Like, if I had that when I was a kid, I would have lost my mind. Oh, I love it so I much. Yeah, I've never been to Universal Studios, but my family was a big Disney family. We went almost every year up until I was like ten, and I just love Orlando and Disney World. It's just so fun. And that's the thing, like. It's basically what Disney World was for us as kids, but it's just like other worlds now, which I think mm-hmm. is so cool. Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. What's your favorite movie? Um, my favorite, I, my favorite switches all the time. This is such a goofy answer. Have you ever seen Scott Pilgrim versus the world? No. It's like, it wasn't very big. It was before all of the nerdy movies started getting really popular, but Michael Sarah is in it and like Anna Kendrick and it's this really, really, really goofy comic book movie that is so fun to watch. It's a, I don't know. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it, maybe it is my favorite. I, I love it so much. It's so weird though. Oh, very cool. Very unique answer. Yeah. Um, favorite TV show? Um, I really love Game of Thrones. I like have a party every new season for the premiere and for the finale. Um, and like decorate my house and have like themed snacks and we all dress up for it. Um, I am completely obsessed with Game of Thrones. I'm so sad there's only one season left. Oh, that's so fun. I watched like one time period TV show and I loved it. And so I'm like, okay, maybe I should watch Game of Thrones because I've heard other podcasters I listen to talk about it. But I don't love gory stuff. (laughs) Totally. I, I like Game of Thrones, but I don't necessarily recommend it because there are like a ton of reasons not to like it. So yeah, if you don't like violence, there's a lot of weird torture that I I hate. I just kind of do it because it's that's how, I mean, that's in the show. Yeah. There's a lot not to like about it too. So I totally get okay. that. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, favorite book? Um, the book that I have reread the most is the Harry Potter series, but I won't say that twice. Um, I, I really, really like reading business books actually, which is like, it's not a specific one, um, and that's not super interesting. But I feel like I feel like business books are my go-to because I, I like I said, I didn't go to school for it, so there's like so much left to learn. Um, so that's not a specific book, but I think the genre of like marketing and business books are my favorite, actually, which is I, a weird answer. <laughs> no, I feel that because my friends and I will like go to a bookstore, and I'm in Nashville, and I've actually learned there's so many cute bookstores that I didn't have in my hometown like um 
family owned type of thing. So we'll go in there and they'll go to, you know, the fiction and stuff like that. And I'm just going to the self-help business section. And it's like, I'm a 50 year old man. Just right. <laughs> I totally get it though. There's so much and it like changes so much, especially if you're looking into like online marketing and like social media mm. things. It's, there's so much that's new all the time. And I feel like there's been such a growth in female business authors. Like I'm now seeing so many more business books aimed towards women, which is awesome. Absolutely. If you were a superhero, who would you be? I think I would be Wonder Woman, which I don't have a connection to her from childhood. Like I never read comics as a kid. Um, And I was way more emotional when... Her movie came out a couple of years ago um, than I thought I would be. I I really, really love her. I loved her movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. At the drive-in and then like I went back and saw it in theaters and it was just, it was so good. It's so good. I like didn't expect to cry. Like in, there's a scene in the beginning where she's a young girl and she's like training. That, um, that gets me so much. I loved it. Oh. Okay, my last question is, what is your favorite movie snack? So I really love popcorn. I really like flavored popcorn too. So some of the theaters by me have like, you know, different types of specialty popcorns. And that's, that's my go-to. I think it's also because I like eating for the whole movie. And so popcorn is something you can like eat straight for two hours, which is great. That's so true. And I bet it's so nice for you because with your business, you have to, you know, go to the movies and read new comics and read new books to just stay on top of like all the insayings and stuff. So that must be really fun. Or does it get annoying that you kind of have to stay on top of it all? No, it's great. Yes, it's awesome. Like I have to, the only time it's annoying is if a big movie comes out and I am like traveling that weekend or something because then I have to stay kind of off the internet which is where my business is if I don't want to see any spoilers so that's the only time it's annoying is like I have to go see things opening weekend but I love that I have to go see things opening weekend so yeah good problem to have absolutely (laughs) well thank you so much Jordan for taking time out of your day and coming to talk to me yeah absolutely thank you It's been such a good time. And where can people find you if they want to learn more? I am at Jordan Danae NYC everywhere for the clothing side. And then at Sartorial Geek everywhere um, for the magazine and podcast. And then our websites are just, you know, those things.com. Perfect. Thank you again. Thank you. This was such a fun episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews really help a girl out. But now I just wanted to do a quick update on my life. What's new with me? Again, if you're not interested in this, you can click on out. No harsh feelings here. But I know with podcasts that I listen to, I sometimes just like to know what's going on in the podcaster's life. So... I usually record these little intros and outros on Thursdays, so it is Thursday, February 28th, and I just had to think back to what's happening. This weekend, I'm going home back to Knoxville, Tennessee from Nashville, not that long of a drive, but um, I do live in Nashville, so I'm going home, and I've been waiting for this weekend for months, so my high school 
does musicals every year. They started my sophomore year. My mom's the choreographer because, like, she was in musicals. She was on Broadway. Amazing. I know. I actually have been wanting to have her on here, but I just haven't gone around to that. So maybe over spring break, I'll record an episode with her. I think that'd be so good. Um, So... She's the choreographer. We started the program my sophomore year. I obviously graduated last year. And so this is going to be the first musical they've done without my senior class in it. And I'm so excited for it to just be in the audience and be able to watch it. We are having like a cameo scene. Little spoiler alert. If you go to my high school and you're going to see the musical tonight, the day this podcast comes out or this weekend, like Saturday night, little cameo. Anyway, no big deal. Um, The big deal is that my brother is in it, so he wasn't in the musical when I was in it. Lame, I know. But he's in it this year. The musical is Newsies, which is one of my, if not my, all-time favorite musicals. It's about the Newsboy Strike of 1899. It's so good. It's on Netflix, I think, just for a few more weeks. Like, I think Disney is taking it off Netflix, but the recorded Broadway version is on Netflix. It's so good. Jeremy Jordan's in it. You need to watch it if you haven't already. But they're doing Newsies. If you know the show, my brother is Race. Um, and then my two best friends, Emma and Eden. Eden is Catherine, the lead um, ingenue, the lead female. And then my other friend, Emma, she is Meta Larkin and a newsboy. So I am thrilled. I'm going to sit front row. I'm going to every performance. I'm going to see this show four times by the time the weekend is over. But that's okay. I know every line. I know every song. I'm going to be having the time of my life this weekend just singing And I just can't wait. Like, it's going to be such a good break right before the crazy week next week of mine shows up because that week's right before spring break. So I go home this weekend. I come back Monday, have a full week of midterms and stuff, and then I go home for spring break. And that's just going to be fun in and of itself. And then I come back and like my semester is almost over. So that's kind of hitting me hard. I'm like, okay, wow. (laughs) This went by super quickly. And I know April is going to fly by. But I'm just, I'm just in this place where I'm really excited just for my weekend and I'm trying to book things in my weeks and on my weekends that just make me really happy because I can get down during the week, you know, like midweek and you're just caught up in assignments and then I'll get emails about things going wrong with my YouTube or things or brand deals that aren't working out or something and there's just a lot of aspects to life, you know, that can throw stumps in you're on your happy path and you're just like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do now? So I've been dealing with just little things. I mean, it's really, it's nothing big. I should be, should be very thankful for the life I get to live. But, um, I just, to try to help like with the everyday stress, I always try to have something exciting to look forward to, whether that's a week from now, next weekend, a month from now, just have, having something to look forward to in your day is, I think, so good. Um, it could also be just like tomorrow morning, I'll go to a cute coffee shop and work for an hour instead of sitting in my dorm. Like little things like that. I forget how easy it is, but afterwards I feel so much better. So that's currently what I'm working on in my life is just creating those moments more. Um, but yeah, so I'm very excited about my weekend. If you guys haven't listened to last episode about how to make more money in less time, I've gotten so many great comments on that. You guys have DM'd me, you listening to it, all the things you're learning. So if you haven't listened to that yet, just let this episode keep rolling. It should autoplay into that episode, episode 53, um, right after this one ends. I highly recommend to do that because just like this episode, it gave such tangible advice. She, the interviewer I have, the interviewee I have in that episode is actually a business coach. So 
hers it's like having a 30 minute conversation with a business coach as you if you guys listen along so if you're kind of stuck with money and time management and all of the above then listen to that episode it's going to play right after this one but yeah thank you guys so much for listening to all 40 minutes of my voice every week especially if you listen (laughs) every week you're the real mvp send me an insta of you listening and telling me you listen every week because you deserve a round of applause because you're amazing but I love you guys so much let me know what you guys want to see from the show um, going into spring and summer do you want more college episodes do you want more business episodes more lifestyle episodes just let me know and I love you so much and we'll talk to you next week when I'm basically on spring break holy cow that's insane a little scary okay bye